You have reached Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey, a ministry and podcast of the Discover Young Adults Ministry at the Preston Crest Church of Christ in Dallas, Texas. We meet at 945 on Sunday mornings, and we have small groups all throughout the week. We are located at Preston Road and Highway 635 in North Dallas. My name is Jacob Hawk. I'm the Young Adults Minister and the host of this podcast. It doesn't matter if you are single, dating, if you want to be dating, if you're married, if you want to be married, or if you're divorced, or if you're trying to figure out at what stage of life you are passing through. At the Discover Young Adults Ministry, we want to help you discover life, discover love, and discover the Lord. If I can help you or serve you in any way, or if I can pray for you, please email me at jacob at pressandcrest.org. Well, I want to welcome you back today to Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey. I hope that you are having a great week, and I sincerely appreciate you tuning in again today as we continue our series over some great hymns of the church. I love to sing, and I love the older hymns. As I've said before, I love the newer hymns as well, but there's just something really special, in my opinion, and biblical about the older hymns that we sing. And we're going to consider another hymn today that may not be as well known to you. It's the hymn, All the Way My Savior Leads Me. It's a beautiful chorus, beautiful verses, beautiful music. But there's a very interesting background story behind its writing. All the Way My Savior Leads Me was written by Fanny J. Crosby in 1875. Fanny J. Crosby wrote more hymns in our songbook than any other songwriter. What you may or may not know about Fanny J. Crosby was that she faced tragedy at a very young age, but overcame the tragedy with an incredible story. When she was about six weeks old, her parents realized that she was having trouble with her eyes. In the mid-1800s, medical treatment was obviously much less advanced than it is today. Her parents looked for the local doctor, but the local doctor was out of town, and so her parents found a man who claimed to be a quote-unquote physician. He placed a hot poultice on Fanny's eyes, insisting that the heat would draw out the pain. The infection cleared, but white scars developed on her eyes, leaving her legally blind. Now, Fanny J. Crosby could still distinguish between day and night, But she lived her entire life without ever seeing colors, nature, her parents, or her friends. Her blindness strengthened other gifts, such as her phenomenal memory. And Crosby, by listening to Scripture, memorized most of the Bible. Toward the end of her life, Fanny J. Crosby wrote these words, Through my physical blindness, God has blessed me with soul vision. It was the best thing that could have happened to me. How could I have lived such a helpful life had I not been blind? Do not blame the doctor. By now, he is probably dead. But if I could meet him, I would tell him that he unwittingly did for me the greatest favor in the world. What an incredible statement. Soul vision. 
Fanny J. Crosby, though she could not physically see, had vision that all of us long to have. Vision that recognized the beauty of God's faithfulness. It's estimated that Fanny J. Crosby wrote more than 8,000 hymns. Let's listen together as we listen to the beautiful hymn, All the Way My Savior Leads Me. All the way my Savior leads me, what have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy, who through life has been my guide? Heavenly peace, divinest comfort, here by faith in Him to dwell. For I know whate'er befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. For I know whate'er befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. All the way my Savior leads me, cheers each winding path I tread. Gives me grace for every trial, feeds me with the living bread. Though my weary steps may falter, and my soul the thirst may be, gushing from the rock before me, though a spring of joy I see, gushing from the rock before me, though a spring of joy I see. All the way my Savior leads me, oh, the fullness of His love. Perfect rest to me is promised in my Father's house above. When my spirit, clothed immortal, wings its flies to realms of day, this my song through endless ages, Jesus led me all the way. This my song through endless ages, Jesus led me all the way. Crosby writes in verse 1, All the way my Savior leads me, what have I to ask beside? Have you ever thought about how Jesus leads us? How does Jesus lead you in your life? Several thoughts may come to mind, but a few that I wrote down. First of all, Jesus leads us hand in hand. He doesn't take us on a journey and then leave us. He walks with us through the entire journey. You may remember in Matthew chapter 4 when Jesus was calling his first apostles. Matthew records for us in Matthew chapter 4, beginning in verse 18. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. And at once they left their nets and followed him. Tremendous courage to walk away from your business to follow Jesus, but also tremendous faithfulness to walk with his disciples hand in hand. And he still does that for us today. Secondly, Jesus leads us through other people. Maybe you've been blessed with a great spiritual mentor in your life. 
The Apostle Paul was able to tell the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Not because Paul was just an extremely capable human being, but because Paul was living a Christian life that if others imitated would be a life that looked like Jesus. We know that Jesus leads us through the Holy Spirit. In fact, Jesus said in John chapter 16, verse 15 to his apostles, the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. And when they became overcome with fear, upon hearing that Jesus was leaving, Jesus reminded them, it's actually better for you if I go. Because if I can't go, the Spirit himself, he cannot come. And of course, Jesus leads us through his own example. He doesn't require anything of us that he himself did not first do. The writer of Hebrews pens in Hebrews chapter 12, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Fanny J. Crosby goes on to write, For I know whate'er befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. Do you believe that? Do you believe that Jesus does all things well? When we look around at the world and all of the suffering that lies therein, we begin to wonder what God's doing. If God's asleep at the wheel, why is he handling the things the way that he's handling things? But we are called back to the truth of Scripture. When Jesus told his apostles, Matthew chapter 28, And surely I am with you always, even till the end of the age. God will always take care of us. And God wants what's best for us. And he shows us how to find it. Paul encouraged the church at Rome in Romans chapter 12 to become a living sacrifice so that they would be able to test and approve what God's will is. And listen to the descriptions here of God's will. It's his good, his pleasing, and his perfect will. That's because Jesus does all things well. In verse 2 of the hymn, Fanny J. Crosby admits that God gives me grace for every trial. He feeds me with the living bread. What is the living bread? On one occasion, Jesus himself declared to be the living bread. In John chapter 6, verse 35, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. When Crosby writes that he gives me grace by feeding me with the living bread, she's saying that we are fed through Jesus, and we're fed by Jesus. That complements what Jesus himself said in the wilderness when he was being tempted by Satan. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus is our sustenance. And Jesus is our survival. Interesting biblical trivia fact. Jesus, the living bread, is born in Bethlehem, which in Hebrew means house of bread. It's one of those great symbolisms that runs through Scripture. 
But the last set of lyrics I want to focus on is when Fanny J. Crosby writes, Though my weary steps may falter, and my soul athirst may be, gushing from the rock before me, lo, a spring of joy I see. A spring of joy I see. Why is that an unusual statement from a blind writer? Well, Crosby couldn't see anything, but she still had joy. That's because seeing joy is not a physical action, but it is a spiritual conviction. Even though Crosby had faced numerous struggles and an ultimate tragedy in her life, she could still see joy. As James, the brother of Jesus, would write in James chapter 1, verse 2, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Well, I told you the story about Fanny J. Crosby's tragedy, but I did not tell you the story of why this song was written. All the Way My Savior Leads Me was prompted by a specific incident in Crosby's life. One day, when she was an adult, she did not have enough money to pay her rent. She prayed for several days for a solution. And before the end of the month, when her rent was due, a stranger appeared at her door and pressed a $10 bill in her hand, the exact amount that was needed for her rent in 1875. And that night, she closed the door to her apartment. She sat down, and she wrote the words to the song, All the way my Savior leads me. Jesus is going to lead you all the way. Jesus is going to lead me all the way. Jesus is going to lead every follower of His all the way. We just need to have the faith to let Him do it. As always, thank you for listening. Keep your eyes on heaven. And I can't wait to talk to you 